On this episode of Shatter from the Underground, we'll be talking about the Georgia Guidestones. This was a granite monument that was located in Elbert County, Georgia, in the United States, just about seven miles north of the town of Elberton. And these are the facts as we know them. It was a little over 19 feet tall and made up of six granite slabs. In June of 1979, a gentleman using the name of Robert C. Christian approached the Alberton Granite Fish Finishing Company on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans and commissioned the structure. His plan, as he explained it, was to function as a compass, calendar, and clock, and it should be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. Unfortunately, the last part proved to not be the case when on July 6, 2022, the Guidestones were damaged in a bombing. The remains of the monument were removed later that same day. Originally, there were plans to rebuild the Guidestones. However, it was later decided to return the land to its previous owner and not replace them. While this was the final act of vandalism toward the monument, it was far from the first. Previous attempts included several uh, instances of graffiti. The total cost of the project has never been revealed, but it was at least 100,000 US dollars. That's nearly $425,000 in current day. On March 22nd, 1980, the Guidestones were unveiled and a message, supposedly from the sponsors of the monument, was read out. In order to avoid debate, we the sponsors of the Georgia Guidestones have a simple message for human beings, now and for the future. We believe our precepts are sound, and they must stand on their own merits. The stones themselves included ten commandments in eight different languages. These languages were English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. The commandments read as follows. Number one. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Number four, rural passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And number 10, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. An additional stone placed several feet away included this text. The Georgia Guidestones Center Cluster was erected on March 22, 1980. Let these guidestones let these be guidestones to an age of reason. Astronomic features. Number one, channel through stone indicates celestial pole. Number two, horizontal slot indicates annual travel of sun. Number three, sunbeam through capstone marks noontime throughout the year. Author, R.C. Christian, a pseudonym. Sponsors, a small group of Americans who seek the age of reason. Time capsule, placed six feet, 
1.83 meters below this spot on blank to be opened on blank. No time capsule was found when digging beneath the stone after it was removed, and the dates were never added. So, let's discuss. Now. All right. Um, I guess I'll start. Um, my name is Java. I, everybody calls me Java. I've been known by that for years. Um, I kind of got the people together. I don't consider myself the host, but maybe we can just all, you know, all of us be hosts, I guess, sort of. All right, next person. Hey, everyone. I'm Amber. I am one of your many hosts tonight. Uh, yeah. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Nick, your friendly bartender uh, from the Great White North. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'm a co-host tonight, although I'd like to see myself more as a bartender off to the side, throwing in the odd shot and uh, listening and learning. And I'm um, Cool Breeze, and I'm one of the hosts here as well. I mean, Java, you can be the host in case we get sued or cancel. You can be the face of that and take all the heat off of us. I can live with that, but I'll try to be the voice of reason here glad to be here thanks man i appreciate it so much <laughs> and that is your hosting panel for tonight welcome to clutter chatter from the underground everyone cheers right. thanks for having me hell yeah all right and we're gonna start off with uh probably going to be starting off with uh we've already got the intro out of the way so we're going to talk about the Georgia Guidestones. And at the beginning of this intro, you've already heard some of the basic facts that are definitive, aren't aren't ifs or up in the air. They're stuff that we actually know for a fact. So we figured we'd try to discuss some of the uh, relevant issues or the relevant commandments that might uh, cause some room to uh, for concern. I guess it's probably a good way to put that. So what does everyone think about the first commandment? The whole uh, maintain humanity under 5 million in perpetual balance with nature. It sounds kind of crazy. I mean, thinking about it numerically, 5 million is a high number. But when you think about the number of 500 million even is a high <laughs> number. But... uh when you look at the number of people on this planet, there are billions. Like, that is a very small fraction of it. We could, what, fit that all in Texas, if not a smaller area? Easily, yeah. I think I read that it was like half the population of India, something along those lines. Yeah, the numbers I saw was... Uh, if we were to be that uh, ratio to now, what we would have, so we'd lose 15 out of the 16 people we know, um, which is 94% of people. So think of how vast and empty that sounds. Oh, wow. I mean, that is that's, a lot. That's insane. Uh, Romans, during the time they were running the show, decimated the population in towns. And that's just one in 10. For us to get rid out of 15 out of 16 people, and how do you even 
keep the number from going above that? That that's a good that question. It is crazy. Like, and from what I read, when all this came out, I guess they were anticipating some catastrophic event because it was around the time of the Cold War. So they're thinking maybe everyone shoots their missiles at each other and they pass each other in the sky and destroys so many people. Now we're only down to maybe five, 10 million people in the whole wide world. So now they're anticipating us getting up to that 500 million. But that is a weird number to to put in there. I want to know who was behind that math. Yeah. And, and I mean, a nuclear crisis is the only thing I can think of that would actually decimate the population to that degree. Oh, absolutely. And you then you wonder, though, is that 500 million for the general population? Does that include the folks that are hiding in bunkers or, you know, the quote unquote elite? Would they be the plus above that 500 million? And like I said, it'd just be the 500 million versus a, of a general public or regular people. Yeah, and, and I also what about all these? I'm sorry, and I see it really just like a little, uh, a little narrow-minded when you think like, okay, maintain humanity with a positive, a perpetual, a perpetual balance. Like those, those are almost, um, they're, they're, all, it's almost an oxymoron, perpetual balance, but then maintaining such a low number, even then. And then when they say nature, I think like, okay, nature, and has made a sci-fi hopeful. I think, well, how it doesn't say Earth, it says nature. Like how we, like it, it seems very. Um, it's very backwards and forwards at the same time. And just, just the first commandment in its own. Yeah. It, it speaks volumes. as to just how you guys said the word crazy. It's unbelievable. You were saying something, Amber? Yeah. I mean, that 500 million, are we accounting for all of the tribes in the world that we don't know exist? Like the Amazons, how many tribes do they suspect have never been discovered? Oh, that's a really or good question. Like that. Yeah, are we and, counting them in that number or not? And and also that phrase in perpetual balance. So with nature, it's like, what if the balance of nature only calls for 2 million people and we have 10 million people? Like, what are we going to do then? It's like, who gets to decide? All right, these 2 million people are the most important. The rest of you got to go. I don't know how, but you got to go. So like, who decides what's the balance? That's also extremely... I think we know what I think we know who would decide the balance. It's it's as as conspiracy theorists as that sounds. I, I just feel like we know exactly who would be uh controlling that oh, to yeah, a degree, it's I guess. Definitely the elite. Yeah, absolutely. And like and don't get me wrong, from where I'm reading this, it doesn't seem to be um they're proposing or hopefully not and doesn't seem to be outright and maybe between the lines or maybe deep down, they're not proposing any kind of genocides or culling down to five hundred million. They're trying to say, Oh, we should uh, basically and it kind of gets to the second commandment without jumping ahead too far. They're kind of what I'm getting is they're kind of saying, Hey, you know what, let's just uh, stop reproducing for a couple generations, which uh uh you know, that right there, probably not going to happen voluntarily. And right there, that just opens up, I say, a can, other can of worms. But it's uh, it could spiral out of anything from there when you start talking about population control. I, I see what you're saying there, but you were talking about not reproducing for a couple of generations. That's, that's something I've been actually looking into and reading about. What about these? Uh, I have nothing against trans people or any of those groups, but where the amount of people are starting to get surgeries to actually physically alter themselves. 
at some point, I mean, obviously, if you did that to yourself, you're not going to be able to reproduce. And people are doing this voluntarily. They're not being forced to or have a gun put to their head saying, hey, get your stuff cut off, you know, get surgery, fix that. People are literally doing this voluntarily and wanting to. And hell, some insurance companies are paying for it. Oh, sure. I just think uh, it would make a big, it would be a big jump. Absolutely. I think people are absolutely voluntarily doing this themselves. And I'm totally here with, uh, with you too. And I, I'm, I, I'm right there with you. But uh, I think it's more of a case of to get everybody on board. You're talking about uh, some next level, you know, they were using the word dictatorship, but they were using it in almost a positive term, kind of saying it would be a positive dictatorship, except a positive dictatorship doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. you know, like, you know, to, to get people to buy into this, sure. And, and unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever which way you look on it, uh, not everyone would. And then you'd have uh, the movie Idiocracy would be our reality in two centuries if we even made it. Uh, I think that movie is more of a documentary than anything. And I think that, that's exactly what would happen. I think oh, we're wow, getting dude. there anyway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> on oh, that note, you know, kind of reminds me of the China's, you know, one or two child policy. You know, would that become a worldwide thing? Yeah, because if you look at the number two, the first sentence is guide reproduction wisely. So it's like, yeah. what does that mean? Like, they, they were so broad and all this stuff. Like, this is very complicated stuff. They're trying to, you know, guidelines, I guess. But it's like, whew, unless from different cultures of different things, you know, some places it's all right to say, hey, we're only going to have one child. Some cultures it's like, no, you can have as many children as you want. But if they're together, how do you decide which one supersedes and which one makes sense? And just so many questions left unanswered. Ooh, that was a really good one too. Cause like you said, China, they, they were so over overpopulated that they had to, they had to limit people to one or two children. I mean, they obviously probably went too far with it. We're like, Oh, if you have a boy, you can have two. If you have a girl, you can only have one. And if you had twins, you had to get rid of one. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah like you had to choose which child was going to live holy crap that's horrible <laughs> that's awful right yeah like to imagine is. the world being subjected to that is horrifying and suppose the people who believe in things like that happen to be the majority of the people that survived and it's like man we have to somehow convince them try to convince them like no 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 let's try something different you probably don't like where you came from whatever Oh, wow. I mean, can you imagine them trying to, like, like sterilize an entire population after they had, like, one child? The cost I, for that, that would just be phenomenal. Or, I mean, think of something like the Nazi camps, you know. Oh. Do you, you throw people who are in there, they threw everybody in there who was disabled, who was gay, who was had these undesirable traits, you know, would the same thing happen all over again? That's a good, that's a good question. I don't exactly. know, man. I, then, yeah. And then, and then who decides which traits are undesirable? Like some people, like it was simple things. Like they wanted blue eyed, blonde haired, which in essence doesn't mean a single thing. You know, you'd probably have a high list of, you know, intelligence. Can you, kill a deer, skin it, and feed all these people as opposed to, well, you know, I'm really good at um, playing Madden. 
in this point, that doesn't mean anything. So we need people who can do, you know, try, try and decide the the priority of needs of what a person can bring to the table. Yeah, well, they, they definitely couldn't go by the whole uh, blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, what Hitler wanted, you know, a perfect uh, blonde hair, blue eyed Germans. And I'm like, at this point in the world, there really isn't anybody that's pure blood anymore. We're all pretty much mutts. And Unless you're from one of those very few tribes that has not been discovered. Yeah. True. Yeah, very or, or a member of the royal family. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, I mean, who's the ones deciding? Uh, you know, it's like, absolutely, you mentioned, uh, hey, I guess what, I'm blonde-haired, uh, I'm blue-eyed, uh, and guess what, I wouldn't, if I was uh, p designing uh, who I was going to make the perfect race to do everything, uh, I, mean, I get sunburns, and uh, as mentioned before, guess what, I can't kill no deer, and uh, I can't even play <laughs> Madden, so, you know. <laughs> you're useless so, so you're gonna be the first one to go we already decided Pretty much. yeah i yeah, mean and that's it, another yeah. good note i mean if we hit a point where the population's above that who decides who and how people are going to be called or do they just say no no more reproduction until the number drops below x very true do you guys think there's too many people at this point, maybe a little more than there should be, but I mean, we can maintain it at, the, at this point. I think there's, yeah, more than there should be, but not more than there could be. Like, hey, with our, you know, hey, don't, without a, a thousand word essay, like with the resources that we have and have uh, squandered, like absolutely, we could be supporting. You know, we have the, we mentioned China, like population problems, but they have literally ghosts cities, megalopolises that if we had resources, like, why can't we just put every homeless person on earth in these megalopolises? Well, no, we can't. But you know what? When it comes down to it, maybe it should be that simple. So I like uh, Javis uh, said, I agree that, um, you know, I think it is a little overpopulated, but maybe it couldn't be or shouldn't be. Could always send them to Detroit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let, let's let them kind of pick themselves off. <laughs> I mean, there's more than enough empty houses there to take care of the homeless population inside the U.S. alone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I got yeah, those apps, several uh... studies. Go ahead. Yeah, I've seen several studies where it's lots of resources for everyone. It's, it's enough resources for the people that we have on the planet right now. It's just too few people have control of those resources and they don't let them out to just be for everyone it's only certain people you know like if you go to a, a a grocery store food goes by to sell by day it's still good to eat but they you know they just throw it out and hundreds of grocery stores do that so it's like tons of food is being wasted all the time whenever you don't oh, finish man. a meal just don't so the trash so it's plenty of it's, it's plenty of housing plenty of food plenty of all of that but it's just not being dispersed in the right kind of way i think I, i'm going to jump ahead a little bit at that one you know number 10 is being not a cancer on the earth leave room for nature and we have the resources, but we're not using the resources. We're destroying the resources. Uh, some of that to the point where nobody can use them just because. Yeah, that's. If there is a way we could do that without causing problems, that's one of the commandments I totally agree with. Because it gets mismanaged, plain and simple. It really does. Like, the government mismanages our tax money, hundred percent. Oh, absolutely! It's mostly you know, pocketed, like, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm so they managed to put a little in their pocket, so it's probably more like eighty percent. Exactly, and it's like you know, I I moved from the states to Canada 
11 years ago and things have changed since I've been here in Canada. And amen to that same here. I hear you. It's, it's ridiculous, dude. Like I, I, you know, I, I got divorced. I, I get my kids. I do get my kids, which is great. But at the same time, I'm forced to live with college co-ed kids. And that's the only way I can afford rent. I guess that's why the next few set of rules are important when it comes to like avoid petty laws and useless officials and protect people in nations with fair laws and just courts. You know, I guess that ties into those first two when it comes to perpetual balance with nature and uh, reproducing wisely. You just need a whole lot of steps to make sure it actually works. No, that's, he was making a good point too with the uh, with everything being so expensive. I mean, that'd be another way if they were actually trying to reduce the population. Things are so expensive now that people don't want to have children because they can't afford them. I mean, that, you, absolutely. absolutely. That, that's a big decision as to why I am still childless. And when I keep, as I get older, I keep on thinking, uh, uh, you know, 20 years ago, I wasn't thinking, geez, the price of groceries is going to impact this. But right now it's uh, like, hey, you know what, as I get older, geez, you know what, is it, uh, am I going to bring someone into this world and have to be fighting for a $10 box of cereal? Like, uh, geez. Yeah, I've seen people, I've gone to the grocery store to go buy a dozen eggs and I'll go to open a carton and there's one or two eggs missing. Like people are literally taking an egg, like an egg or two and just putting that in their pocket and walking out. Because eggs are like $6 a carton. It's ridiculous. And they used to be like two. So yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, our gallon of milk is like $5 now. Easily, at least. That's insane. it is. Yeah, chicken used to be a cheap meal. Now it's not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm nodding as I say gallon, and I'm thinking milk and liters up here and trying to do the conversion in my head as I agree with you guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting a metric system. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What was it? Uh, I remember when we were kid. when I was a kid, you know, if you wanted a cheap meal, you got hamburger helper. Oh, and yeah. that was super cheap, but it was always delicious. I love hamburger helper. To this day, I still do. But, and it went a long you know, way. Oh, absolutely. It'd feed a family of four easily. Nowadays, a box of hamburger helper feeds me and like my son. <laughs> and like <laughs> <laughs> hamburger helper and shepherd's pie went a long ways back in the 90s. Oh my God. Shepherd's pie. Yes. <laughs> but now even a box of hamburger helper is like two bucks for a box. And if you get like enough for like a family of four or five, that's minimum two boxes, two pounds of meat. Plus the milk, or you know, whatever for the extras, and you're looking Jesus. at thirty bucks right there. Yeah, exactly. And what what is it? What is it? A, where you guys are at? What what is it like for a pound of like hamburger meat? What here in Canada? Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, what, what Nick? Are you in Canada? I uh, I am absolutely in uh, Ottawa myself. Okay, so we're in Ontario. So we live. We live in Ontario, which is like one of the most populated provinces. Next, uh, I think behind, I, I think BC so, is pretty popular too. Pause, gentlemen. We can cut this part out if you want. Rem- there you go. Oh, that sounded cool. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just expensive in general, man. Like it's, I think they estimated here in Canada, in, I think just in Ontario. Um, just to get by, you have to make a minimum of $45 an hour just to afford rent. Holy Jesus. 
car insurance, car payments, and stuff like that. Like I got a great job. I, I, you know, I, I work at a cement plant. I, you know, I love it, but I, I don't even push thirty, and it's it's hard. It's really hard, especially with you know child support and and food and rent and it's hard. It's hard, and it's just like you know we pay we pay ridiculous amount of taxes here in Ontario, and they're adding they added more, and it's like how are we supposed to live? While you guys are sitting, you know, in your big houses doing all these laws that have nothing to do with us or we don't care about, you know, and it, it sucks. It, it it really is. It's just a sucky situation. And we can't all be yeah. car salesmen like Al Bundy. Yeah. Definitely yeah, points to a waste of resources. <laughs> that dude, like yeah. he had a house, like two, three cars, gave, had enough money to give his kids and his wife every day. Being a being a freaking shoe salesman, what the hell? <laughs> How do you manage that? Or home alone. TV magic. <laughs> yeah, it's. Just... And you got to yeah. think back to you got to think back to when they put this stuff up, which they released this in, like you know, like Amber said in the beginning of the facts reading. It was oh, it came yeah. out in 1980. So exactly. they weren't thinking about how ridiculous price things were. I mean, so I'm looking at this thing called historic prices, 1980. Like a brand new Buick Regal was eight thousand bucks. No, um, way. I'm looking at I'm looking at the food. Um, eggs eighty three cents a dozen. Holy crap! Uh, ketchup was eighty nine cents for a two pound bottle. Soup if was I could have those cents. prices for two yeah. years, I could buy a house in modern day. <laughs> no, exactly. This is, <laughs> uh, 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 this is ridiculous. The dollar went a whole lot further like um i mean even jobs um an orthodontist assistant made six bucks an hour things like that it's like so when they did this they were thinking i I guess they were thinking you know it was plentiful and stuff was cheaper and and they didn't know that houses were going to skyrocket and now uh a meal at mcdonald's that used to be three bucks in 1980s now almost 10 bucks, 11 bucks for fast food is crazy. But yeah, I don't think they had that in mind when they were writing this stuff up. They would have went back and like, we need to make, maybe make a book instead of putting it on some granite tabs. I mean, sta- slabs. And, I, and I, I feel like it would be so much easier to repopulate because uh, I, I read that uh, basically if we got down to the point where our population was just dwindling to where we were just, you know, a few, a few million people in the world period, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just going to sound sexist, but it's it's basically it's just facts. If you had one woman and the way they put it, she had three husbands and had kids with all three of those men. They could easily start just like multiplying because it would keep it would be just enough difference in DNA that not everyone would be inbred, not to the point where it would cause problems. I would actually genetically go the other way around. Just because women can only have so many children before they start having medical complications. Um, And beyond that, women can only have so many children, period. Whereas, so one woman can have one child, one pregnancy in nine months. Mm -hmm. One man, assuming he slept with one woman each day, (laughs) could have hundreds of pregnancies in that time period. Oh, absolutely. I agree. But I guess the the determining factor would be, well, which uh, which sex outnumbered the other? Were there more women left? Were, yeah, I'm sorry, more women left, or were there more men left? You know what I'm saying? 
There is definitely that, yeah. But I do agree with you. That that is true. It would be a lot easier if there were more uh, more men than women, or I'm sorry, more women than men. I don't know. Oh, and looking, it. and and you know, I I couldn't agree with it. It's a question that's uh, it, it's almost unfathomable. But it, and looking at the commandments as we go, like, uh, is it um, you know, are these commandments based on past fail is this something you know is it perpetual is this something that was supposed to have started in the 80s you know which is you look at all these uh, entering into the age of excess like they're both vague and then also very specific with the number of 500 million uh maybe that uh, which obviously even then the population was over uh, i'm looking at uh number three like uniting humanity with uh, with a living new language which we've tried and failed or, you know, you can get deep <laughs> yeah. and maybe is social media, the new language, which is uniting, you know, is, is this a positive or negative? Like I'm trying to look at both sides, you know, it's uh, these are very cryptic, but also very specific. Yeah. I think so. One of the things you weren't here for um, offline Java breeze. And I had a discussion about this beforehand and for one, 1980 was the height of the cold war. You know, it was a very real threat that nuclear war was going to destroy everything. And if you look at the maps, there are maps that show certain zones that would have been safe even in that nuclear destruction. And uh, Breeze, you were the one that found the list, right? Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can find it where it's at. It is. I know there were there were a couple of towns in there. Yeah. So the safe zones know that they were all cities. Um, so it was Dallas, Orlando, Denver. Kansas City, Spokane, Chicago, D.C., and for some reason they listed Georgia. They didn't put a state, a city in Georgia, just listed Georgia. But those were the, they were considered one of the safe zones if everything went to hell. Mm. And the, I guess the written and the reason they're saying that is because of the uh, the spots that would get either get flooded or just break off the main landmass. Yeah. I think there was a the map also showed like uh, what you call it the. Uh, the Mississippi River completely just overflowing, flooded, like almost cutting almost the U.S. Cutting. in half. Exactly, yeah. That yeah, <laughs> that'd be a lot of death. That map is just the U.S. There's no telling what Canada would look like or any other country. Oh God, Europe alone, man, would look awful. We'd like we'd all have to move to freaking uh, Russia in the middle of the damn just frozen ground. Try to live off I, that. I think I'll move to Alaska first. I think Canada would nicer probably there. <laughs> hmm? Canada would probably look the same. That's why we uh, live close to the border for warmth. <laughs> Everything <laughs> yeah. rises. Well, yeah. Canada's yeah. huge, right? Like Canada's the second largest country with land mass, right? So, like, if you go further up north, it's it's uninhabitable. Very true. So. Yeah, unless you're on the coast. On here. No, yeah, yeah. that's true too. God, can you imagine how hot it would be toward the uh, the center, toward Central America and and lower? Good lord, it would it it would be way too hot. I mean, the nuclear fallout and the cloud that would last afterwards, um, and the nuclear winter that would follow, it would be hot for a couple of years. But then it would start getting colder and colder, and you'd actually have to move towards the equator to survive. True, true. Dude, my Pretty biggest so. fear is not like a nuclear fallout or whatever. It's Yellowstone, like exploding. That's my biggest fear. It's due. 
I, I will say that as a West Coaster, if that happens, I'm good because I'll already be gone. <laughs> yeah. uh, I still haven't seen Yellowstone yet. Uh, geez, that'd be tragic. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's talking about exploding. Uh, apparently, the uh, the volcano below Yellowstone is, has been due to to just go off for, for years. It's just it's it's way past due. We should definitely chat about that at some point. Yeah, absolutely. That would be a good a, one. It's a super volcano, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right smack dab um, in the middle of the U.S. <laughs> but pulling it back to the list, uh, we've got, I think, two more to cover. There's balanced personal rights with social duties. And who gets to decide what those rights are or what those duties are? That is true. Like, are they talking about nuclear families? Are they talking about, you know, mixed families? Are they talking about, you know, LGBTQ? I don't know what all the letters are anymore. Sorry. Um, are they talking about that kind of thing? I mean, like, who, who, who like you said, who, who, uh, who says what's what? And what about I mean, religion? Well, Does that play into it? Oh Lord, that's uh that's a whole can of worms. <laughs> I think yeah. that's a whole other episode if we want to get into that. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a whole can of worms. Well, just, hey, I wonder what that great question though with religion. Like, hey, even little things like uh the person who commissioned the uh the uh the stonehead, he basically his last name was Christian, you know, like little hidden things like that. Maybe that's a sign right there, absolutely. Well, there's there's yeah. a lot of speculation that uh it uh, well, it, it does say that R.C. Christian is is a pseudonym. It says it on the mm-hmm. tablet, and there's speculation they think that he was a Rosio Rosio Crucian, which had their own specific beliefs. I'd have to look it all up to see exactly what it is, but you know they had their own specific beliefs, and they're <sighs> uh, Rosicrucians like, were very much about preserving mm-hmm. history and also they had a bit of egyptian mixed in with christianity yeah hey, that that, that could seem, that could fit into a lot of these uh, commandments absolutely i can read that uh, to be referenced into any of these if you make them fit to a degree we, we, yeah we really got to find that guy so we can get some questions answered because there's so many coincidences one of the things i found they said that um they really freak people out because for, for a while they said it's you know, some people think it's Christian, but a lot of people think satanic worship was behind this whole thing. And someone pointed out that the Guidestones were exactly 666 miles from the UN headquarters. And so they were like thinking that this is actually devil worship. E- even when they unveiled it, a preacher there yelled out that it was some kind of satanic cult and they everybody needed to stay away from it. So even though they had that Christian aspect to it, a lot of people think it's the exact opposite. Who would even think to figure out how far it was from the UN headquarters and decide that that was the point? I agree. That might that might have been a little stretch, <laughs> stretching it just a little bit. <laughs> like it's got to be exactly six hundred and sixty six miles from somewhere. Yeah. I Do mean, you just keep measuring points until you find the one? Yeah, just, I mean, that could be, like I said, in a complete circle, that could be any point. And I just found, they just looked for something that was, yeah. <laughs> Somebody was being kind of a, they're, they're, uh, they're trying a little too hard. Just a little bit. Now, if you said from the Vatican, then I'd kind of understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be a little different than when, yeah. 
I swear, everything those people touch just dissolves. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Yeah. A lot of a lot of um, like conservative Christians just just latched onto it. They had one famous one. She was running for, uh, she was running for mayor of Georgia. Because you know, I I know we haven't said anything about it, but you know, it uh, it got destroyed. You know, a bomb blew it up, and so the gubernatorial person who was running, she just two months before it blew up, she just went on. Her name is Candace Taylor, C A N D I S S. So it's like, I guess the way a a snake would spell candy. I don't know, but it's Candace Taylor. <laughs> That's an interesting and, spelling. Yeah, and so she was, you know, very conservative, uh, Republican. Like even on the side of her bus, her her slogan was "Jesus, guns, and babies." Like no lie, this legit what her slogan <laughs> on her bus was when she traveled: "Jesus, guns, and babies." And she would not two like before, me. Yeah, she went straight <laughs> ham. She just went hard against these stones, calling it an abomination and need to be destroyed. And then two months later, it got it, it got blown up. And so a lot of people think now that it is just a, a cult thing. And what's funny about that is they didn't even get blown up completely. Just like a small portion of them got blown off, like breaking right. some concrete. They're just like, well, they're kind of broken. They, broke. so they just took them down. Yeah. So they destroyed one of the stones. Uh, the mm -hmm. one that had Swahili and Hindi on it was completely just rubble. But everything else was untouched. I was shocked with how little was actually destroyed when I heard about the explosion and everything. And I was like, okay. And then I, you know, watched the video and did something. I was like, what am I destroyed? I'm like, this is, uh, you know, this is craziness. I'm like, if, uh, you know, it's like it's a, a door on your car and they threw out the whole thing, uh, wrote it off. I was like, that's uh, that right there. That was an instant red flag. Or as soon as I saw that, I was like, interesting. Yeah, that was a, uh, it happened in 2022. You would think they would have better IEDs. Well, they had yeah. they had like fifteen thousand cameras pointing at it. I mean, obviously not that many, but they had they had like no less than like six cameras pointing directly at them, and they have no idea who did it. They got somebody on camera. Yeah. Never arrested yeah, A hooded figure just dropped it off, got in a car, and drove off, and that's that's yeah. All they I saw have. somebody running past, and that was it. That's all they had. You know, speaking of security cameras, this is what I don't understand. Right, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody. And the entire world can agree. Why is it that you spend all this money on these good cameras, but yet when you go to re review the footage, it's always blurry? Is it just me? No, that's especially true. that one. <laughs> especially that one. Well, that's, general, a, that's on purpose. Like, why is Sasquatch always blurry? Is that because <laughs> of his hair? That's something. Oh. When you're watching, he, uh, like he a... travels. He travels light speed. That's why. <laughs> but no, then, he's got the EMP built uh... into his fur. But whenever you're watching TV shows and spy shows, they're like, enhance, enhance. And it just gets clear and clear. And I'm like, where's that technology at? Right. I've seen on TV like where they've enhanced into the reflection of someone's eye to get a back shot of it. And they, they all played it off serious. I was like, oh, I get it. I'm watching a parody. And it was not a parody. It was, it was pretty impressive. Forget 4K TV, man. Those motherfuckers were having cameras with like 24K resolution. There's no way. <laughs> The you know that kind the of future. That kind of ties us into our last commandment: uh, price truth, beauty, and love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I mean, truth makes sense, but beauty and love. Once again, who's who's judging that? 
Exactly. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. So who's judging that? And I don't know, man. Like <laughs> the whole part with like, you know, guide reproduction wisely, we were talking about like the uh, you know, who who is who's gonna be the one that guides it, who's gonna be the one that has a final say in it. And with all this going on with all the people that are like, God, I hate this part, but like with all the pedophiles and the sexualization of children, like who are the people that are gonna be dictating what we do? Are these the kind of people we're gonna be that are gonna be telling us what to do? Because that's gonna be horrible. Yeah, and that was some of the, uh, the stuff I heard was the, the theory of a, a positive or a good dictator. Was that, that was the answer that even some of the uh, believers and the people who were totally behind uh, you know, everything that was bought into, uh, whatever you want to call what this all is. Uh, you know, and then they're, you know, they wouldn't, the term that I heard, yeah, a, a positive or a good dictator. And then they would go on to say, but that's not going to happen and there's no such thing. And I, uh, I, I got a kick out of that. Well, you're you're really gonna hate this part because uh, apparently one one random set of people did a documentary and they got the you know the one guy who swore he wouldn't reveal who the person's name was. They tricked him into revealing the name, and it was Herbert Kirsten. Kirsten, yeah, the banker yeah. apparently they, had uh, got tricked into it. Yeah, yeah, he got tricked into it, and he was someone who was. Very supportive of David Duke. I don't know if y'all remember him, Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. And yep, so, I've heard that. If if that happens to be true, then like that really puts into perspective, you know, those top two commandments, like it's we know what they have in mind. Yeah, and so it's like oh, it's kind of disappointing if that's true. I'm I'm holding that hope it's not, but that's just another branch or fork in the road that for all the questions we have for R.C. Christian. And his merry band of misfits. And that, and can it be as, uh, can we put this whole thing into that uh, simple of a nutshell where this was commissioned and this whole concept is by a bunch of antiquated racist assholes? Like, can it be as simple? Every single, every little line that's in between here, all the, there is some, I'm not gonna lie to you, there are some great positive messages. I like the fitness and the positivity and all that, but is it all just thinly veiled racist? Uh, pieces of garbage who are just trying to say hey if there's a nuclear uh, if there's something nuclear happens you know what let's just uh, stick to us and uh, using all this positive language let's uh, filter out and uh, get us down to 500 million how's that sound can it be mm. that simple with the guide reproduction wisely that would actually that would kind of mm, make sense it really would it may not even be about you know physical health it may be about race that is that's a good point very good point. It sounds to me like we are at a good stopping point. Uh, do we want to go over last thoughts? Uh, yeah, the one thing I just want to uh, compare it to a, a big uh, conspiracy theory that I'm kind of a big fan of, and the timing really lines up, um, was if anyone's ever heard of the uh, Vila or the Vela incident from uh, 1979. I was actually just reading up on that myself. It's the uh, the little comparisons. I've always been a bit of a fan of it. And uh, just the fact that, uh, you know, uh, less than a year before, you know, they started battening down the hatches and coming up with all this, that a, a mysterious, still to this day, unexplained uh, nuclear explosion occurred between South Africa uh, and uh, Antarctica. But uh, 
that kind of stuck out to me. And those kind of uh, there were some parallels, including in the end, a mystery explosion. Uh, Java, what about you? I've never heard of that. That's something I want to look. I, I, I haven't either. Hope to God one of can send that to me because I want to look into that myself. Me yeah, too. let's I put it on the either. list. Yeah, can you send that to me too? Now I'm curious. Let's yeah, just put it, let's just put it in, share it with everybody, in, huh? In the channel. Yeah, put it in the channel. All uh, right. So, so Java, last thoughts? I, I'm good. You guys have come, come brought me some good stuff to think about. <laughs> to be honest, Ulrich. No, it's pretty good, man. I actually had fun uh, researching this, and like any good conspiracy, it leaves you with more questions than answers, and I'll gladly go down that rabbit hole. Definitely. Yeah. And Dan, any last thoughts from you? Uh, I came in late, so I don't know what all the subjects you guys talked about, but uh, yeah, I my biggest thing is just making sure, you know, my kids are taken care of financially, you know, with taxes going up and stuff like that hope there's a a a nice little breezeway that's going to kind of relax a little bit and so nobody's all stressed out and people can afford homes and you know that's what all the trump supporters are hoping is going to happen yeah uh on my end, you know, I feel like this is just the tip of the granite iceberg when it comes to things we could even possibly uncover. All right. Well, with that, we'll uh, say good. Yeah, <laughs> we'll say good night, yeah. and uh, hopefully, uh, some more of you will come and uh, join us next time. Thanks, Absolutely. everyone. Yeah. Cheers, from the been- Thanks, everyone. All right. It's Chatter from the Underground. We'll see you next time.